0: Welcome to Antelope Island State Park. I'm Hannah, your podcast host. Today, we'll be talking about some of our favorite wildlife on Antelope Island, in miniature. Yep, that's right. Babies abound in the park during the spring season. From bison to pronghorn to bighorn sheep, we will learn how baby animals at Antelope Island learn from their parents to survive and thrive. Stephen Bates is a wildlife biologist for the state of Utah, and his job involves wildlife management on Antelope Island. Managing wildlife entails manipulating a given environment to reach goals for how the habitat will look and serve its wildlife populations. Using biological science and data collection, Stephen and his colleagues can track and measure wildlife populations, focusing on their behaviors, movements, genetic diversity, growth, and decline. For example, Bates and his colleagues placed GPS collars on a number of female bison six years ago and have used data collected from this technology to show collective movement patterns for the herd. For about
1: six years now, I've had uh, GPS collars on several of uh, the females. And through those data that have been collected, uh, you get a feel for their movement patterns as a collective group.
0: They also identify and remove invasive species, including toad flax and certain types of thistle, to preserve the health of plants which are native to the area and beneficial to the ecosystem.
1: It should be a a sagebrush step-type community, and that's what we work towards. And we have some disruptors like fire or drought or invasive weeds that are always fighting against that. But those are the things that we treat and try to manipulate to bring the system back towards a sagebrush step habitat type.
0: Wildlife management also includes managing human impacts on the area. Antelope Island State Park is designated as public land, which means that all of us are allowed to access it, enjoying the beauty and recreation that abounds there. But like in nature, there are rules we must follow to protect the plants and animals that call Antelope Island home. People like Steve use their expertise to help Antelope Island's residents survive and thrive. We can do our part to protect our public lands by being responsible visitors, following park guidelines, learning about and appreciating the flora and fauna that make up the landscape, and taking only pictures and memories with us after our visits. Antelope Island is what's known as a sagebrush steppe-type habitat. This ecosystem is dominated by the plant from which it gets its name, sagebrush. This fragrant, scrubby plant grows well in arid, sunny environments. Although it may appear at first glance to be desolate and uninviting compared to a lush forest, it is in fact the most widespread habitat in the United States and is home to many species, from the largest mammal in North America to the fastest. Their larger-than-life size and one-time ubiquity across this country makes the American bison a national symbol and the bison's status, as such, was recently solidified upon its being named the official national mammal in 2016. The population on Antelope Island was introduced in the late 1800s and remains a highlight for visitors to the park today. The size and makeup of the bison population has changed over the 100-plus years that bison have been on the island. I asked Steve to describe what the herd looks like today.
1: There tends to be three main family groups here on the island that you can uh, kind of detect that they kind of ebb and flow back together uh, in and out. But there appears to be three main family groups. And when they come into the handling facility, you can still see their collective gathering into these three clusters of families. And it seems like in particular one family group, they always hang to the back and are last to come in every year. You kind of get a, a, a feel for you know, their movements both out on the range and then uh, when you're working with them in the handling facility, uh, the separations that occur there.
0: Stephen's work with the bison population on Antelope Island makes him intimately familiar with the movements of the herd. I asked him where visitors to the island might expect to see bison in the coming weeks.
1: this time of year, the, uh, we still have our male bison. They winter up on the north end of the island. right now. They are still on the north end, but won't be for much longer before they start uh, wandering south and joining the the herd. But right now, so you have this segregation of males and females, and uh, the males are easily visible to people driving the roads. And the mothers tend to have their calves up on higher benches, and then they tend to congregate over on the west side of the island for a week or two before bringing their calves over into public view. But right now, they have started coming to the east side of the island. So you can expect to see uh, groups of uh, 40 or 50 mother cows with their uh, calves and then mixed in with those groups are uh, yearling bison, both male and females from last year, uh, you know, maintaining uh, kind of their uh, family contacts.
0: 40 to 50 of the country's largest mammals, all in one place, sounds impressive to me. But Steve insists that the number pales in comparison to the group that gathers later in the year.
1: In a couple of months, the herds come together and there's about uh, four or 500 out there together.
0: Life on an island has its perks. And for the bison of Antelope Island, one big perk is a lack of predators compared to members of their species that reside in other, more accessible areas of the country. We don't have uh, the that would normally prey upon
1: bison here on the island and so from that angle yeah they are uh, more protected than say like the yellowstone bison or uh, other herds that are exposed to wolves and uh, grizzly bears Uh, on occasion uh, coyote will kill a calf, but that's really rare so they're uh, they're fortunate that they're the they're the large mammal of the continent and they They're pretty well protected from uh, uh, hazards out here. We don't have any wolves or mountain lions, and so uh, most of the cats get to uh, grow up a bit.
0: Their smaller counterparts, however, aren't so lucky.
1: The other species, the mule deer, the pronghorn, and uh, the bighorn, they're uh, younger, a lot more susceptible to predation by the uh, coyotes and bobcats.
0: One disadvantage of island life is the lack of natural genetic diversity, which makes populations more susceptible to disease. Steve described one recent example of just how dangerous disease can be for an isolated group. We had a, a bighorn
1: sheep herd on the island, and it was a very productive bighorn herd. We used it as a nursery herd to just- to take animals from here and spread them across the state to form other herds. And last year, they, they had, we had a disease breakout. So we had to remove all those individuals that were sick.
0: Such events can be particularly devastating in a habitat like that of Antelope Island, whose proximity to the Great Salt Lake makes it isolated and far removed from other wildlife populations. Because of this isolation, wildlife managers, including Steve Bates, have to diversify the gene pools of bison, bighorn, and other species themselves by bringing individuals from outside the population in.
1: This last winter, we brought out a new group of bighorn sheep. We're anticipating that they will begin birthing in May, and we have re-established bighorn on the island and look forward to this population growing and doing as well as the one in the fast path.
0: The new population of bighorn sheep seems to be doing well, Steve says, and he is looking forward to seeing some fearless mountain climbing on Antelope Island's cliff sides this May.
1: Bighorn lambs are a lot of fun. They're a lot of cute to see those little things out on the uh, cliff bases and that. And it's a, a amazing how agile they are. It's like no fear. They're just out there walking on the cliff bases.
0: Pronghorn are what the island takes its name from and can run at speeds of 61 miles per hour, rivaling the cheetah and giving their predators an impressive workout. Bison may look clumsy compared to the springy pronghorn, but Steve says they are surprisingly graceful and quick on their feet.
1: Bison tend to look clumsy and docile and slow uh, in their movements, but uh, they're actually very graceful and uh, quick on their feet. And I think that's where a lot of people get into trouble is when they get too close and and there's no way to outrun a bison.
0: A good reminder for anyone planning to do some wildlife viewing at Antelope Island. An especially exciting opportunity for fond memories and adorable pictures comes around April and May, when some of these iconic species that call Antelope Island home give birth. Their babies can often be easily spotted. Not only do bison calves have a much smaller size than their parents do, but their coloration and coat patterns are distinct as well.
1: For the first two months of their lives, uh, their uh, coat color is a a reddish color, and so they stick out uh, from the other animals quite easily.
0: We all know siblings are a lot of fun, but Steve says that most bison mothers have their hands full with just one calf. Uh,
1: The the bison, it is real rare to have anything other than a single calf, and uh, I have never seen twins out here on the island since I've been here.
0: Pronghorn and mule deer, however, are a different story.
1: Now with the pronghorn and the mule deer, yeah, twins are, are common. And these ungulate species, especially the pronghorn and the bison, they tend to, after they've had their young, then they tend to come back together and form maternal herds so adults can give each other's calves and fawns protection.
0: Within these maternal herds, Steve describes witnessing bison calves congregating and frolicking together.
1: You know, the, the calves, they do like to together, and uh, I guess you'd say frolic, uh, they like to run around and chase, jump and develop their muscles. You know, all that jumping and running, it does help them grow and develop just like, uh, just like people.
0: The good news for young bison, pronghorn, and other ungulate species is that even without siblings, they have plenty of opportunities for social interaction. Although he's immersed in the sagebrush step for his job, even a wildlife biologist has to take a vacation once in a while. I asked him if he is more of a beach bum or a mountain man when it comes to picking a destination for some time off. He gave it a lot of thought, but ultimately chose the mountains, staying loyal to the environment that he grew up in and loves. If you're planning to visit the park soon, remember, warmer temperatures mean more gnats at Antelope Island, so dress accordingly. Also, it is important to avoid visiting the park if you are feeling sick. And practice social distancing, even when out hiking and enjoying nature. As always, keep your distance from wildlife, pack out whatever you pack in, and check weather conditions before venturing out. Be sure to check out our website for current conditions and information on upcoming events. Find us at antelopeisland.utah.gov, on Facebook at Antelope Island SP, on Instagram at Antelope Island State Park, on Twitter at Antelope SP, and on YouTube at Antelope Island State Park. This episode was created by me, Hannah Taub, under the direction of Trish Ackley at Antelope Island State Park. The episode was recorded and mixed by Mike Connaughton. Special thanks to Stephen Bates for the interview. Join us next time for further exploration of spring at Antelope Island.